0: Welcome to the Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, with your host, Director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams.
1: Welcome to the Veterans Perspective. We are celebrating Veterans Day today, and we have an exciting show for you today. So first of all, happy Veterans Day to all our veterans out there, and thank you for your service. I'm going to give a shout out and thank you for their service as well, your spouses and dependents who serve right along with you. Today on our show, we will be hearing from Major General Paul Rogers, the Adjutant General and Director of the Military and Veterans Veterans Affairs Department, as well as our strategic outreach team here at the MVAA. And finally, we will be joined by none other than the Honorable Governor Gretchen Whitmer. So we have an exciting show for you today. We are so thankful that you have served in our country. I hope that you're getting some great meals lined up for Veterans Day and we have an exciting show. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. We're talking about Veterans Day and, you know, thanking folks for their service today. and. And I know that, again, this week, there are going to be so many opportunities for businesses and companies to thank veterans from the many meals to car washes and all the things in between that those uh, entities are offering veterans to thank you for your service. And and again, I thank you as well as not only the director of the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, but as a fellow veteran myself. And so, as you all know, Veterans Day is a time for everyone to pay their respects um, to the brave men and women who've served our country. And so. You know, I I want to talk about what Veterans Day means to me, and I would love, you know, between now and Veterans Day, if you want to, you know, go on our Facebook page or on Twitter and use, use the hashtag MVAA and talk about what Veterans Day means to you. But, you know, joining me to kind of talk about what Veterans Day means is Chris Taylor. He is an education analyst at our the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. You're going to hear from him a little later about some of the things that they do. But I wanted to bring him on um, as a veteran as well to talk a little bit about what Veterans Day means. So thanks for joining us, Chris.
2: Well, thanks for having me. Happy to be here.
1: And so, uh, Chris, could you could you tell the listeners? I mean, they hear from me a lot, but can you tell them a little bit about your service and and maybe what Veterans Day means to you?
2: Well, sure. It's uh, I, as you said, I'm a, a veteran myself. I served ten years in the U.S. Army, military police. Um, served all over the world, uh, Europe, uh, Korea, uh, all over the U.S. and lots of lots of countries in between. Um, you know, Veterans Day to me, it's 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 an opportunity for me to you know share that experience and my appreciation with my fellow vets and to really reflect on what i've been able to do and the things that they've all done uh, in service uh, to the us and and to you know reflect on that camaraderie
1: you know, that's so important, Chris. And I, you know, I remember, and I know that I uh, will be uh, talking with our education analyst later as well, but, um, and I'm sorry, employment analyst later as well. But I, I wanted to mention, you know, I went to this training, this company did this training with transitioning members coming back. And one of the things that they said veterans struggle with when they're going into employment is how to make their resume reflect what they do, because we're so driven as working as a team. And so we sometimes forget to look out for ourselves or to see the greatness that we have and the, the skills and things and be able to articulate that. And I think that's so important for Veterans Day to talk about that because there are so many members of the mil- of the military, people who served. So I'm talking to those people, not only who identify as veterans, but those who served in the military who probably are not as identifying as veterans, to say that. You know, we're always looking out for other people, but sometimes we have to make sure we're looking out for us because looking out for us is looking out for other people. And learning and understanding how to, you know, humbly put ourselves uh, forward is so important. And I think that's 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 part of the importance of identifying as a veteran. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, and, and you're right. One of the biggest struggles that I had when I was, not, when I separated was, was, you know, learning how to, to speak not like a veteran and and, and to uh, reframe the way I thought.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, you know, there's so much money that's left on the table here in Michigan because of those veterans who are looking out, they believe they're looking out for other people, right? They're like, you know what? I'm not going to take that benefit. You know, somebody else deserves it more importantly. But what do we know about um benefits from the government is that if you don't use it, you lose it. So actually a veteran not taking advantage of their benefits and resources could actually be harmful to other veterans because then the benefit is reduced. And so I I think it's really important as as part of our our moving forward to understand and take advantage of all the resources and benefits and opportunities out there because it's going to help other veterans as well. And so, you know, I... I am, you know, this Veterans Day. This is the first Veterans Day um, without my father, who served um, in the Vietnam War, and so I want to give, you know, kudos to him, and also give a shout out to my husband, who's a veteran as well. And not only is he a veteran, he has to, uh, <laughs> he has to deal with me, right? Um, which that's a whole different challenge than the military. That's a that's a whole different mission. And so, uh, Chris, is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to today on Veterans Day?
2: Oh, you know, my I have two brothers that both served as well, I I had a a brother that was a tanker and a brother that was a a helicopter mechanic and they they were both uh, army vets and uh, it's always good to connect with them, even though one was in the 82nd I was 101st so that's always fun at Thanksgiving, but uh, no it's it's just great to be part of a family that uh, served and and continues to serve in some way.
1: Yeah. And you, you made a good point. You just mentioned family and, you know, not everyone has the same type of family structure that they were born into or married into. But I will say that, you know, you have, you have a family here at the MBAA in the sense that we can get you connected to resources and benefits. We can get you connected to, to uh, peer mentors and people who understand your, your, your challenge and your, your struggle. And, and maybe even, your triumphs right who understand all those things and we want to wrap our arms around you to be able to get you where you need to be and and I will say that sometimes getting there is frustrating you may you may not get the answer that you want but just know that you know, you have veterans here at MVAA serving veterans. You know, we have veterans that, that look for these opportunities to take this job and to take on the mission. And so um, I, I wanna thank the veterans at the MVAA as well and their spouses and, and family for all that they do for uh, our veterans in the state. And I wanna thank you all again for your service. And so before we go to commercial break, I wanna thank Chris and, and welcome him back a little later to talk about some of the things that you're doing in that, that sphere within the MVAA of education. Thanks a lot. All right, when we come back, we'll be hearing from General Rogers from the uh, Department of Military and Veterans Affairs, talking about the National Guard and so many other things as we approach Veterans Day. Stick around, we'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. back to the Veterans Perspective. We are celebrating Veterans Day, and this is our Veterans Day show, and I'm so pleased to have um, back with us Major General Paul Rogers, the Adjutant General and Director of the Military and Veterans Affairs Agency, and my boss as well. So welcome back to the show, General Rogers.
3: Thank you, Director Adams. I appreciate it.
1: Well, and I also want to thank you for your service to our great state and our country, really.
3: Th- so, Thank you. <laughs>
1: So, um, you know, before the commercial break, I, I was talking with listeners about some of the success of this inaugural military and veterans gala that we just had on November sixth. Uh, what did you think of the evening? I, I mean, I thought it was pretty great, but uh, your insights would be
4: valuable.
3: Oh, it, it was a great evening. It's um, it's great to get together and, and celebrate, you know, military service and all the veterans. And to have such a a great outpouring of support from our veterans community, our business leaders, our local leaders, uh, and just the the citizens of Michigan in general is truly heartwarming. And it really means a lot to military members, uh, you know, prior service uh, and those currently in uniform. It was a great evening. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you for that sir and I, I know we're we're talking about veterans day today and all the work um, that you know, we've been doing to make Michigan the best state for veterans and their families to call home. And so, you know, we'll be speaking with the governor later about some of those highlights. But General Rogers, you were extremely busy this year. And um I would love to hear more about some of the great work that the National Guard has been doing. I mean we were hit with the pandemic and then there was dam failure and flooding events and I mean and anything and everything in between. Can you talk a little bit of, about what you were doing and what um, the National Guard did to make us safer?
3: Absolutely. Um, You know, I'm so proud to be able to represent the 11,000 men and women of the Michigan National Guard and really be their spokesman, particularly in in this type of venue, and brag about them a little bit, because I know they would not brag about themselves, but they definitely deserve to be recognized for everything they have done. It's truly been an incredible two-year run, uh, but this last year has has been uh, nothing short of impressive as to what they have a- accomplished. We've had over you know, 3,200 members on orders from one time or another to support emergency response and the COVID response within Michigan. Uh, over since, uh, you know, the beginning of the year, uh, we've vaccinated over 500,000 citizens uh, across the state. We've also distributed close to 70 million you know, pounds of food through the food banks and collaboration with the local food banks in many communities across the state of Michigan. Uh, we've had uh, over a thousand soldiers and service members uh, support the inauguration and the security of the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. And then we've had several hundred people support the uh, border protection uh, folks on the Southwest border. So it's it's been such an incredible variety of Of requests of assistance, and each and every time the men and women uh, in the Michigan National Guard have stepped forward, um, they're volunteers into the service, but then they also volunteered to go and do many of these missions. And and we never have a a shortage of people who are willing to step forward and do that. And in addition to all of those, we deployed 2,000 people overseas to places like Lebanon, Kuwait, Afghanistan, Iraq, Uh, several different places in Africa and several different sites in Europe. So it's really heartwarming uh, to work and and serve with such great Americans and great citizens of Michigan.
1: General Rogers, that's great to hear. You know, some of the um, opportunities that you all had, we were able to bring in some of our um, MVAA staff to help alongside to provide resources to veterans. And I will say each and every time there was a great professionalism and camaraderie amongst those um, uh, National Guard members who were serving. So good job on building that morale and making sure that we were getting proper service and being able to see that um, right in our face. So, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Michigan National Guard members and it's so great that we can consider them veterans here in the state of Michigan. And there are many resources out there and we know that National Guard members are calling our 1-800 hotline to get access to those. Can you talk a little bit about some of those benefits that are available to not only the the Guard members that you serve, but to you as well?
3: Absolutely. You know, uh, know, we're very fortunate and blessed in Michigan uh, that we have a very broad definition of a veteran and really we seek um, anyone who has served in the military or is currently serving in the military to include the National Guard and Reserve, we classify as veterans. And we have uh, incredible services that we provide to them. And through the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, we really uh, make that extra effort to reach out, as you well know, to uh, identify veterans, identify folks who have served in the military honorably in the past, and make sure that they are aware of the resources that are afforded to them the special classification that they hold in so many different categories and help them look for those benefits that they have earned you know by that military service they've earned these benefits and we have just an amazing team of folks in the mvaa that work for you zanetta that spend uh, their time and their talents helping others uh, get the benefits of their military service. But it, it's uh, extensive from uh, resources to help them in financial crises, to represent them at the federal and state level, to tie them in to other agencies where they may be able to garner some benefits because of their me- military service. So it, it, we're really, again, blessed in Michigan to have that broader definition of veteran and, and then to have so many people who are actively working to support those veterans.
1: And sir, I'm proud to live here. I, I mean, you know, I've been seeing so many of the different uh, opportunities that we have been highlighted as leading the way and leading the front on even a national scale. I, I I think it's amazing. And so I'm so proud of that. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're most proud of and what you're looking forward to in 2022?
3: Wow, okay. So. Um, You know, clearly what I am hands down most proud of are the men and women who choose to serve and the support they get from their families and their employers and their communities. And that's really what makes Michigan so uh, amazing, is that uh, regardless of where you go in the state, uh, there's men and women willing to sacrifice personally and step up and answer that call and be part of something bigger than any of us are individually. And then to have employers and family members and the community support them uh, without hesitation, it's really really great. Uh, So I am proud of the people, but I'm also proud of a lot of the initiatives and a lot of the activities going on. Uh, The MVAA has really pushed forward with other collaboration across state government, new initiatives to garner new benefits for veterans. Uh, You're also actively working to uh, attract people coming off of active duty back to the workforce here and back to our communities in Michigan to be productive members uh, of our society. Uh, so that's that's great, and I'm proud of that. We also have um, you know, a challenge in the U.S. military with suicides uh, and people with uh, behavioral health uh, struggles. Uh, so I'm very proud of the efforts we've done through our behavioral health specialists through our Chaplain Corps, uh, and just through the leadership within our department to help people who are struggling, who are under stress, who need a hand up and getting them the resources that they need. So our suicide awareness and prevention is something we can all be incredibly proud of as we support those service members and their families. But I guess, you know, at at the forefront too, uh, I've, I've mentioned, You know, volunteers, you know, people volunteer to be part of our Army and our Air Force and part of the National Guard. Uh, But then even within those ranks, when we have a mission such as the Southwest Border Mission, and we needed 125 service members to go uh, recently down to the Southwest Border for close to a year, we had far more than 125 step forward and want to be part of that mission. They wanted to go and support their country in that way. So we not only have 125 down there, but we have a, a list of folks who are willing to step in at a moment's notice to augment or support that team down there and that's and that's been constant throughout all of our missions these past couple of years people within our formation who volunteer to come and be part of a solution It's really heartwarming and that's what i'm I'm most proud of.
1: Well, General Rogers, I wanna thank you, one, for your service, thank you for your uh, uh, sacrifice and happy Veterans Day to you. Thank you so much for joining us today.
3: Thank you and thank you for your leadership and advocacy for veterans across this great state.
1: All right, well stick around. We'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. Veterans Perspective. I'm your host, Annette Adams, director of the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. And our next guests are the MVAA strategic outreach team led by Jennifer Lamb to talk about some of the work they're doing and what serving veterans means to them. Joining us um, today are Jennifer Lamb, the strategic outreach manager. Y'all might remember her. She uh, hosted a couple shows. Welcome back, Jennifer.
5: Thank you. It's nice to be on this side of the mic for a change.
1: (laughs) Thanks for coming back. Um, Chris Taylor, you heard from him earlier. He's the Educational Analyst at the MVAA. Welcome back to this section, Chris. Thank you, ma'am. And Julie Courtright, the Health and Welfare Analyst at the MVAA. She deals with our Suicide Prevention and uh, Governor's Challenge um, initiative as well. And so you've heard from her as well, and you've heard me talk about that. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thanks. Glad to be here. So, you know, we're talking about Veterans Day, and I think it's important um, because outreach is part—a big, huge part of our mission. And so, I'm sure that the listeners would love to hear some of the things that are going on in the area of outreach, especially as we're kind of still in a pandemic, but coming out of a pandemic. So, Jennifer, could you could you give us a, a quick brief on what's going on?
5: I'd love to. So, you know, one of the things, like you were talking about, we've spent what well, was supposed to be two weeks staying at home until this whole thing blew over it has turned into weeks to months to now we're looking at our second year. And so what we're trying to do is make sure that no veteran is being left behind, that no veteran is sitting in isolation wishing that they had some way to connect to other people. And so as you're talking to the various analysts that are with the strategic outreach team, you know we're working with veterans who are going back to school Some who have decided to go back to school because of the pandemic and changes in their lives. We are working with veterans who are looking for employment and more importantly with employers who are trying to find valuable people to come work with them. Um, You'll also hear about people who are, um, Julie, who is working with veterans who are really maybe struggling or trying to connect And then, of course, the biggest thing that we're doing is making sure that if there's a veteran out there who is trying to find resources, if there's a veteran out there who is trying to find their tribe or their space, that we're here. And the only way to do that is to get out there to talk about veterans, talk about things like Veterans Day. And so you'll see a lot of activity coming out from MVAA um, in the past couple of months and hopefully in the months to come.
1: Well, and Jennifer, you served in one of those smaller branches of the military, right?
5: That's right. I proudly served in the United States Marine Corps. And as a woman serving in the Marine Corps, you are the smallest of the smallest. You are a very small group of people um, serving together. But I loved every second I was in the Marine Corps, and I love every second that I get to say that I um, proudly served in the Marines.
1: Well, I will say, you know, I was just talking with a Marine uh, today about that pesky holiday y'all have coming up and you like to try to take the entire month to celebrate it. But I will say happy birthday Marines on the 10th of November. Happy birthday.
5: <laughs> Thank you, Director. It is actually the third most important holiday in my household. Um, after Christmas and Thanksgiving, the The birth of the Marine Corps is pretty important to me. And then it's so lovely that on the day after, uh, we get to celebrate all of our brothers and sisters across across every branch of service.
1: Well, that's wonderful. And, you know, and and I love what's happening in the outreach area. I believe that people are starting to see, you know, the many changes that we've, you know, implemented in the MVAA to get the word out, even during a pandemic. And so um, I love to hear that. And so I I wanted to um, just kind of uh, hit over to Julie for a second and ask you to tell a little bit about what's what are some of the initiatives or what, what, what would you want people out there listening, whether they're veterans or not to, to take away from um, what you're doing with the Governor's Challenge?
4: Um, really just providing awareness that we have resources and tools to be a veteran connector. Whether you served or not, everyone can help connect those who are military connected to resources, uh, whether it's mental health, employment, education, um, or simply a buddy. Uh, We have resources and toolkits to help you be successful in connecting those who have served.
1: Well, and, you know, Julie, one of the things, you know, we're talking about Veterans Day, and I was just at an event today um, where I was um, meeting with uh, veterans, and I said, you know, for the veterans to step forward, and I, I didn't even take my own advice of asking, have you served? And there were a few people in the audience that had served but did not step forward because they didn't believe they were veterans so can you talk about the importance of asking that question um and wherever you are of, of the population you're serving
4: yeah definitely how you phrase it and asking have you served um just opens the net a little bit wider and allows those who may not be comfortable for whatever reason maybe they don't see themselves as a veteran maybe they serve during peacetime maybe they're a woman veteran and they don't um, identify with that label, Um, but it does allow those who have served to come forward comfortably and be able to identify and then be connected to services because even if you don't qualify, potentially there are other state and local resources that you may qualify for. That's
1: great. And so, if you are any kind of business entity, whether you're a veteran or not, and you want to find out more about how you can become a Michigan Veteran Connector and start really getting the tools that you need to not only ask the question of whether somebody served or their family member served, or but also how to connect them to resources, then give us a call at one eight hundred Mishvet, and um, Julie can help get you connected to what you need. i um, gonna gonna shift over to Chris really quickly to talk a little bit about. What's going on in the education realm and you know uh, what can uh, other folks do to find out more about some of the benefits and resources available to them in that area.
2: Well, thanks director and and uh, there's a lot going on in the education world, Uh, we currently have 63 schools in the state of Michigan that are certified as veteran friendly uh, through the MBAA, and and there are a lot more schools out there so. Uh, the best way to really find out about what benefits are available is just to ask the people that are there. Get to the schools, find your veteran resource centers, um, and you can go to our website, the you know michigan.gov/mvaa. Click on the education link, and there's a wealth of information there, where you can find out you know what are your uh, education benefits. How how can you get into that GI Bill comparison tool? Well, you know what what schools have your programs, and which of those schools are veteran friendly. Um, you know, there's always information, information is power. And, and you know, as, as we continue to do the good work in the MVAA to to reach more schools and provide more resources for vets, um, the, the opportunities will just continue to grow.
1: That's great information, Chris. And I would just encourage anyone who wants to know more about their benefits, resources, and opportunities to just reach out to us because it may seem like it's a big thing. And so, but we can, we can make it easier to you know to chew right (laughs) to chew on that information and so finally before we wrap up i wanted to um go back to you jennifer and talk a little bit about a couple things one we have our school speaker program we have our buddy to buddy can you touch on that just really quickly elevator speech and then you know let us know where we can find out more information to get connected to some of that
5: you got it ma'am so schools kindergarten through 12th grade we have speakers that can go into these schools and talk about really the awesomeness that is a veteran. What we're trying to do with this program is make sure that there are proud veteran families out there and that they're recognized. The Buddy to Buddy program is something else that is now housed at the MVAA. This program was developed in 2008 and honed to perfection through the University of Michigan. What Buddy to Buddy does is make sure that there is no veteran out there who is trying to navigate the program by themselves. If you are out there and you are trying to find resources, if you are trying to be connected, you can connect to the Buddy to Buddy program by calling 800 mishfet and they will connect you with a buddy who is a trained mentor out in the community.
1: That's great. That's great information. You all have done an excellent job of just summarizing a lot of I mean, you do so much work, we don't have time to talk about all of it, but you've done a great job of being able to um, to, to sum that up. And so I wanna thank you for your service, Jennifer. I wanna thank you for your service, Chris. And Julie, I wanna thank you to your ser- for your service to veterans. I know that you didn't serve in the military, but you are serving the military very well. And so um, again, remember that you can find out more information about all of our outreach and more at our michigan.gov slash MVAA website. You can call us at 1-800-BISHOP, 24-7. That's 1-800-642-4838. Stick around. When we come back, we'll be joined by Governor Gretchen Whitmer. So stay tuned. We'll return on the Veterans Perspective.
0: Welcome back to The Veteran's Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. Now back to your host, director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams.
1: Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. I am so excited to welcome our final guest for today, Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Governor Whitmer was born and raised right here in Michigan and was elected as our 49th governor in 2019. It's so exciting to have her join us as we celebrate Veterans Day in a few days and National Military Family Month all November. Welcome to the show, Governor. Thanks,
0: Director Adams. Good to be with you.
1: You know, I know you have a lot going on. So we really appreciate you taking the time to spend some time with us and 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 know that making Michigan the best state for veterans and their families to call home is an important mission for you and the MVAA. And so, you know, I'd love to hear why you're passionate about veterans.
0: Well, first of all, I am so grateful for the work that the MVAA is doing in your leadership. I think that You know, it's very clear our veterans and their families have made incredible sacrifices to protect their fellow Michiganders and fellow Americans. And it's crucial that we not just talk about that sacrifice, but that we honor it and that we give back to them when they return home. Now, Michigan's unique because we recognize the National Guard members as veterans. And we wanna ensure that everyone who served our country and our state is able to have a find a good paying job and to make a good life here in Michigan for them and and their families and I'm really proud to support our veterans it's an honor as governor to be able to enact and sign legislation that gives back to the brave men and women who serve our country and make us proud.
1: Well that's that's great and and and, you know governor I just want to applaud you too. I mean, under your leadership and the the many things that you're doing, you know, for the first time in 11 years, we actually increased our veteran population in the state by over 15,000. And that wasn't just because veterans were moving here. It was because, you know, um, we were getting the word out, the new initiatives that you signed off on and um, all of those things, it, it was working. And so um, 15,344 million dollars more into the state because of that. So what we're doing is working. and And I would say, um, that's the first time really we've seen that. And we we didn't even go back 20 years to see how, how many times we've increased in veteran population. So it's because of the work you're doing and the, the impact that you're making and the um, advocacy that you're you're assisting all across the board with. And so I, I'd love to hear some more reasons because you're doing so much work in the state of why veterans should move and stay here in Michigan.
0: Well, we want veterans from across the country to look at Michigan as a great place to to live and to make their lives. you know. Throughout my time in office, I've been working closely with the MVAA to make sure that we've got great bipartisan initiatives to help veterans and their families continue their careers and find good paying jobs here. In June, I signed a couple of bills into law that create an expedited path for active and veteran personnel and their families to practice their licensed profession here in Michigan. I uh, think that when we recognize these credentials and the skill set, it's not just great for veterans and their families, but it's good for everyone in Michigan. And we've also uh, pursued tuition assistance and job training and leadership development and these are all real demonstrations of the commitment that we've made to ensure state government Uh, recognizes the important sacrifice um, and commitment that our military members, our veterans, and their families have made. So we've opened up two new veterans' homes in Michigan just in this last year, one in Macomb County and one in Grand Rapids. These are um, just really great examples of our commitment and um, truly life-changing for so many of the phenomenal residents of these homes that I had the chance to meet as we cut those ribbons, um, it really was, was incredibly gratifying to see that when the state steps up, it really makes a big difference.
1: That is so true, and I, I cannot wait to see the work that Leo is doing, how it combines with the the benefits that veterans can receive from the VA to really maximize their opportunities for jobs and schooling. So, I mean, it, it really is exciting, and for veterans out there who may not know what's going on, you really have to check out um, a lot of these new initiatives because they impact you, and you can really maximize your benefits that you receive with the great benefits that the governor's providing. So, you know, we're talking about um, the value of benefits, but what value do you think veterans bring to our state?
0: Well, you know, as we focus on increasing the skill set of our population, a g- great way that we can do that is to draw more veterans into Michigan, right? These are the exact kind of hardworking, smart, talented inter- individuals that our state needs. So this is um, a part of the work that we're doing to attract, re- and train talent in Michigan and boost our broader effort to put Michigan back to work and make Michigan a powerhouse economically for all.
1: That's great. And and as you know, we're the 11th largest veteran population in the country. And so to really be able to to maintain that and have this strong, cohesive uh, brother and sisterhood of veterans is is really amazing. So y'all heard it. You want to move here because we're awesome (laughs) in Michigan. You heard it from the governor. Um, Governor, can you talk about some of the new things? Um, I know we touched a little bit on it, but some of those economic and school impacts on the citizens of Michigan um, have that, you know, veterans and their families can actually take advantage of?
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, Zanetta? Michigan is awesome, but I think our goal here is to show veterans that we think they're awesome, right? And to make sure that. You know, we're building an economy that works for everyone, where every Michigander has a pathway to a high wage job and support their family, where businesses have the tools they need to succeed and they can create more good paying jobs. And the bipartisan budget that I just signed into law earlier this summer, um, I'm sorry, earlier this fall, uh, is really about investments in working families that veterans in Michigan can take advantage of. This includes things like the no or low cost child care that we expanded for 105,000 Michigan kids, closing the K-12 public school funding gap, and fully funding the tuition free pathway to higher education. All of these are really important benefits that we have to offer on top of um, some of the things that we've already talked about. You
1: know, I I love that. You know, when my six children were young and I was just receiving disability from the VA, these things would have come in handy. So, you know, uh, thinking about uh, the, the, the income gaps and those types of things in the state, these are opportunities that veterans and, and spouses and dependents can take advantage of. So I appreciate your work here. Um, Governor, before we wrap up, what would you like to say to veterans?
0: Well, first, you know, I want to start by by thanking our veterans for their service to our country. It's an honor to be the governor of Michigan and work hard to make Michigan a better place for veterans, service members, and their families every day. We recognize your services and sacrifices, not just on Veterans Day, but every day. I want to make sure that all veterans in Michigan, including the National Guard, are taking advantage of all the benefits and resources that are available here in Michigan. If you're a veteran, get connected to your VA benefits by calling one 800 mish vet for more information. And I also want to urge Michiganders, whether they have a family member or a loved one who's a veteran or not, to become a veteran connector when businesses and organizations take the time to ask one simple question. Have you or a member of your household served in the military? They can help veterans and their families get connected to benefits and resources they have rightfully earned and deserve. So I am committed to supporting our veterans and their families every day by ensuring they can live a good life here in Michigan. And um, as uh, commander in chief of our Michigan National Guard, I can tell you, I have seen the incredible service um, that so many in our military uh, take on every single day, whether it is dissemination of vaccines or it is serving abroad. Um, and that is just one aspect to the incredible service of the veterans that I've met, World War II veterans, so Vietnam veterans. I mean, this is um, a huge community in Michigan, and we are here to make sure that they're successful and live a high quality life.
1: Thank you so much governor um, for coming on and talking to our veterans sharing some of your perspectives and some of the great initiatives that you have. And also making sure that they know where to contact, we will make sure all of that information, as always, is in our Facebook post, um, but I want to thank you again for serving our great state for being our great commander in chief and for coming on the show today.
0: Thank you director Adams and thank you to everyone at the MBAA who does an incredible job on behalf of our, our veterans.
1: What a great show we had today. I want to thank our guest again, Major General Paul Rogers of the Department of Military and Veterans Affairs, our strategic outreach team who do amazing work at the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency and the Honorable Governor Gretchen Whitmer. As always, remember that you can reach us at 1-800-MICHVET. That's 1-800-642-4838. And if you are struggling, make sure you reach out to the Crisis Center at the VA. That's 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. See you next time on the Veterans from veteran's perspective.